Sex ed is important. Yes. <laughs> like that's another thing, uh, you know, within all throughout my Christian walk, like never have they talked about sex, yeah. anything like that. And so it's just kind of like, you know, that would probably be great for them to start mm-hmm. discussing with like maybe slightly older or whatever, but yeah. teenagers on, I don't know from if, if, if that's something you're so concerned about, like, why aren't you discussing it? Mm-hmm. Literally, like whenever they start dividing you, like girls, you need to go over here and hear these videos. Like I still remember those videos from like elementary. Middle I school, remember whatever. those. Yeah. And then the boys go this way. It's like, that's probably when you should start talking about that kind of stuff. And more than just anyway. one awkward one hour yeah. thing, like you need to, it needs to almost be like a class yeah or every year at least Mm -hmm. this american life had like one one little segment where they talked about how there was like a college uh seminar where they would talk it was like you know a a few day course or whatever Mm -hmm. but they had like an expert talk about sex and consent and all that stuff Mm -hmm. and these were like grown-ass men being like but wait and they were just like asking questions about consent that they should have known mm-hmm. men before were they were sexually active. <laughs> Yikes. Um, and there's like genuinely like valid questions. They weren't stupid questions. It's also upsetting to me yeah. how like, you know, there's the whole thing where like guy culture, it's like, yo, you, you know, you got taken advantage of by an older woman. Yo, that's rad. Mm-hmm. They they I don't. Mean, they wouldn't word it that way, but yeah. I know. <laughs> I made it very clean. You got lucky with the teacher, dude. Awesome. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like, but like, what if that dude didn't think it was that awesome? Also, that's predatory and illegal. Mm-hmm. So it's bad. But like, it's kind of like all guys. But every kid in the class thought that teacher was hot. Yeah, so you're cool. You have a status symbol and that that makes them think, okay, well, you know, I didn't like it, but it happened to me, so then but it's okay, so then I'm going to grow up to think that consent doesn't matter anyway because it didn't matter to me. Let's add a layer of complexity to that. He did like it. He did enjoy it. Still wrong if it's uh, <laughs> if he's underage. Um, yeah. And like nuance there's like it even if like so i'm I'm gonna flip this and make me look bad okay. but i i'll die on this hill because my <laughs> wife is five years older than me okay um, i was okay. like where okay. are you going with this what okay. is happening um <laughs> <So it> was <laughs> like <laughs> what hill if it <laughs> did happen and he did enjoy it and it was totally fine there was nothing predatory about it necessarily What happens when the rest of society finds out Mm. and has a problem with it? Because, uh, again, another Chris Ryan quote, uh, their studies show that like a lot of times the trauma in kids doesn't happen when the event happens. The trauma happens in the reaction that the parents and community have Mm -hmm. surrounding it. Mm-hmm. And so if it's like, uh, hey, my uncle Ted did some stuff and I feel weird. Mm-hmm. And it's if as a parent you go, what? Oh, my gosh. How could be Uncle Ted's going to go to jail? That was very bad what he did. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. That's when the trauma begins. Mm-hmm. Instead, if you go, oh, OK, well, we'll talk to your Uncle Ted um, just like. Stay away from him. He's a weird dude. 
like okay whatever. but there's like they're still saying the same thing mm-hmm. just yeah different right ways of they're responding. telling they're not encouraging that this thing was good mm-hmm. but like when you freak out about it that's when the trauma begins oh and that's and similar so, to just you know <laughs> when a kid falls down and hits their head exactly. yeah they're actually probably okay like unless mm. it's like really bad but you know they kind of sit up and they make as soon as they make eye contact with you mm-hmm. if you look the least bit concerned they'll start crying and freaking sure. out because you're concerned it's yeah. similar yeah. yeah yeah but again i'm just gonna put this that out is there very, and people can hate me about it but a nuanced thing people humans teenagers of sexual age <laughs> that are able to give consent yes should be allowed to do so and that's okay i mean it, it gets blurry and bad yes I'm- it does because <laughs> i do believe obviously you can have it be problematic when it's two consenting people as well mm-hmm. So that is kind of like, I don't have enough knowledge or experience in that territory to like say one way or the other. Mm -hmm. I'm clearly just like, clearly if there's, if it's like a no consensual thing, Mm -hmm. that's obviously wrong. Yeah. Um, What I'm saying is that I get what you're saying though. Situations have nuance and perspective and things. And to just unanimously say that like, if you are under 18, you cannot have sex. And that's just a lie. Teenagers have sex all the time. I know. I think it comes from the place of if it's someone older versus someone younger, it's like not necessarily when it is. It's like a power, like the power dynamic sure. thing is what it always comes back to. But mm-hmm. we're also putting a lot of power over that one line of like the guy was 18 and she was 17. And it's like, that's not like. And I don't think that's what people, <laughs> what people would right, have right. a problem with. No, yeah. I know. But like. Right. When we unilaterally set that line and be like no then we're creating trauma where there isn't any need for there to be well, no, I think, I, sorry oh, go ahead oh i was gonna say because this is all reminding me of like um a story that i'm finding out about i don't know if you are up to date about it or not about um davi what's his face he's a youtuber mm-hmm. um blair mentioned him he's like oh i saw her video but i have not watched it yet okay yeah because uh chris hansen's now also covering him oh geez so you know it's bad that's his next thing he's coming after all you youtubers for real though um davi fantasy i think yeah the davi part sounds familiar yeah because i remember seeing it and blair basically was like oh it's worse than onision you're like oh geez a little uh, I don't know if it's worse than Anision. Anision's like a whole other like entity about it. Explain but, the thing. Okay. okay. Um, but no, so him bringing up about like the trauma thing with Davi, like sh- she was mentioning how the one girl that spoke out, like the trauma happened like right away mm-hmm. because the girl was like literally forced to do stuff like right then and there and she knew it was bad. Yeah. But, like, I don't remember if the girl went back and, like, actually told her mom or maybe she did afterwards, like, after everything. But it was still, like, really traumatic because she knew it was bad. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, like, the mom responding. It was, like, she knew. So it's... Yeah. And I think it... I think kind of the situation, like, Santiago's mentioning is, like, that really gray area where it is kind of nuanced where it's, like, okay, mm-hmm. 
so-and-so's 16 dating a college student that's clearly an adult but they're two consensual people in a relationship Mm -hmm. but it's like that whole like trying to draw the fine line can be abused by the family yeah if they don't want this person to be like with their daughter or whatever right so it can be kind of like I can understand like why that could be you need to have a conversation about it but Mm -hmm. yeah I mean I think it also just has a lot to do with oh you know you're an adult at 18 so mm-hmm. they think you've, you've finally reached but you don't really reach your mental maturity till 25 yeah so it's kind of like maybe we should start saying you're an adult <laughs> at 25 Definitely. and sometimes guys don't reach it until they're 35 <laughs> and so 100 there is a lot of i think in that kind of area that it can be kind of like problematic right or just you have to like talk about it almost case to case. And obviously there's certain areas where it's not case. It's not case to case. If it's like a 12 year old, mm-hmm. even up to like, you know, 14, 15, 16 year old, it can be rough because they are still really young going through puberty changes. They're more likely to agree to someone that's in power mm-hmm. and it'll feel like it's consensual. But maybe it's not. So yeah. it's kind of like, I think that's where people have that problem. With well, then. It. Because literally what you just said is, like, what that girl went through. She's Mm -hmm. like, well, like, with this guy, like, you know, he's obviously asking me to do stuff for him. And, like... The whole show's off the rails now. How dare I let it go? Go Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, we just totally changed topic. No, I'm kidding. We stayed on topic. um, (laughs) But, like, the girl felt bad for, like, not doing it. And then, like, he acted weird with her afterwards and all this kind of stuff. So, yeah, it, it is... Like, she kind of consented but only because she felt pressured to in a way also tying it back to cults mm-hmm. polygamists mm. yeah yeah they're in this mindset within their religion that this 40 year old man can marry a 14 year old woman mm-hmm. and she's consenting and he's consenting mm-hmm. clearly but does that make it right no it's not informed consent right <laughs> yeah so it's but they would say it would be they would claim it would right be. they would yeah so that's where you get into like he said, she said almost, mm-hmm. or like, okay, are you part of a cult or not? Or what's right. the age disparity or well, our when did the disparity happen? Can't determine intent, even yeah. though it's based upon it. Rip. Yay. Which I mean, is, like, just fascinating, like psychologically, but <laughs> also sad. Right. But, yeah. and that's why like a show like psychopaths exists because mm-hmm. it's like, no, we do know your brain and you're yeah gonna it's like but you be bad anyway you literally can't because the ones that are gonna be bad anyways are like there's so much more depth to a human there than yeah yeah, um black or white but i mean yeah the and then the other nuance is that like we don't even know our own intent Mm -hmm. so but that can be like rabbit hole too when Mm -hmm. you start to doubt your own intent you're like wait and then then you're like wait am i doubting it because my intentions are good or am I doubting it because whatever, <laughs> whatever those intentions are for about whatever. Right. You know, like if you do something nice for someone, you're like, why did I do that for them though? Mm-hmm. Was it because I wanted them to like me? Was it because I genuinely care about them? <laughs> I go, I fall down that path all the time. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, sometimes I just have to like, okay, I can't even think about it anymore. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. But it, you know, cause a lot of times people will do a lot of good things and, mm-hmm. but maybe their intentions aren't good, but does it still make the thing good? <laughs> if the intentions aren't good. Um, that's what I, it depend- I mean by I mean, rabbit hole. <laughs> you want to go down the moral philosophy? Because I will. Uh, <laughs> like, let's dip our toes in it a little bit. Right. I mean, I've already kind of decided that, like, 
this is just going to be a double podcast. You could just like cut it in a lot of places, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I mean, there's three ways that you can judge uh, ethics. And so there's intention where you judge from the perspective of the person doing the action. Um, And so I intend for this to be good. Mm -hmm. The example that we had in a moral philosophy class was like a man inherits a lot of money from a rich uncle or something who passed away Mm -hmm. and he wants to donate a whole bunch of money to this charity. And so he intends to help starving children or whatever the charity is, uh, by giving them money. Uh, and let's say that that charity is actually a uh, embezzlement ring and it actually ends up having, like, human trafficking. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. And so... So he indirectly helped human trafficking, basically. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so with, with the perspective of intention, he intended to donate to help kids. Mm-hmm. Um even though it didn't help kids, it hurt kids. Yeah. His intention was to help. Mm-hmm. Therefore, good. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there's action-based, which is uh, whether or not he intended to do the human trafficking, uh, he gave money to charity. Mm-hmm. Therefore, good action. Mm-hmm. So the only thing that matters is the action. Mm-hmm. Um, and so giving money to charity, helping others, whatever that might be, regardless of if you're doing it because you want to feel good about yourself or you want other people to look at you that like, oh, look, what a nice and caring person. Uh, action, good, therefore good. Mm-hmm. That's that perspective. And then there's third perspective, which is consequentialist. Mm. Um, and that's like what happens from your yeah. actions. Yeah. And so... Uh, man does intend to give to charity and help kids but that money ended up going to human trafficking therefore you for donating to this charity are bad Um, that's rough so that that also like that kind of morality is kind of spoken of in the good place yeah Mm. which is really cool like I know we keep bringing it up, but like they talk about ethics mm-hmm. through it a lot. A lot. <laughs> um, in fact, I think that was like one of the main points. Uh, the director and Kristen Bale actually Bell Bell not Bale <laughs> not the, the not Christian, Christian Bale. Christian Bale is a different person. Kristen yes. Bell is that's. Yeah, I never realized how similar. Do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> my God, I never realized how similar their names are. Right. Anyway. But, like, I guess because she talked about it on uh, Vanity Fair's, like, YouTube channel about, like, that process. Because she, like, went through all her, like, highlights. So, um, he had talked to her about it and she was really excited about, like. That's probably her most successful show, probably, right? That. Veronica Mars. Oh, Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Hello. Hello, Kitty. We have a Marnie, which that's the bell that y'all keep hearing. Um. (laughs) If you can hear it, I got it. If you can't, then there's a bell there. There is a bell. It's a cat. (laughs) 
Um, but yeah, that's kind of the really nice thing about that show. It really does make you think. And it's those like those three things kind of are brought up at one point um, in the show. Mm-hmm. I think it's like in season three or something. Yeah. yeah. That's fascinating. But yeah. Like, that makes me want to watch it more. It's so good. Yeah. yeah, it's really good. It's um, on Netflix. Yes. I think I've seen it on. Yeah, I think I've seen it on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, Need to watch it before it's taken off. <laughs> it might like stay everything on. Everything else. Right. It doesn't have the last season on there, unfortunately. So we're just like, dang it. Why? I don't know. I think it just finished. Netflix airing. is. Um, oh, well, they hoard stuff yeah. until they can get it all up. And mm, like, that's what yeah. they do with anime and stuff. So if a Netflix gets an anime, we see it like a season later mm. because they yeah. just want to put it all up at once. Mm. So if it's airing week to week, mm-hmm. they wait for it to like. Yeah. That's probably why. Ow. Hulu mm. tends to Cause. put stuff immediately. Ow. Week to week. Yeah. yeah. Madam. So it's almost like having a cable yeah. show. Yeah. Having a cable. Right. And cable. And cable. A single one. <laughs> <laughs> it is an Ethernet cable. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> I have one. It's 100 feet long. Anybody needs it. Ow. Jerk. Was that so that you could? No, I shouldn't say things about work. Um. <laughs> yes. Yes. But it turns um, out I didn't need it. So now I just have it. Yeah. If anybody needs it, please use it. Um. Yeah, <laughs> I, feel, I feel that. Um, I mean, going back to the like sex ed thing, I think that one, I I bring up the more nuanced situation just because it's like we're not even capable of having a conversation at that point because we're not capable of having just normal conversations about sex. Mm-hmm. And so it's like it's so hard to even talk about like if a young adult does have sex with his teacher, like what? I mean, if I'm going to give you like a flat answer, I'd say that's still wrong. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. probably not like a, that's like a, just based on, like right, I right. kind of talked about it briefly with Sable, but like the power dynamic thing, but also mm-hmm. the, like you're in a position of power in a way of being a teacher, not just your age. And mm-hmm. so this person, that's not what you're there for, for them. Mm-hmm. You're there to be their teacher and kind of send them off. You know, it's one thing if they come back into it, mm-hmm. maybe after they've been like, right. well, I mean, I can, I can throw in a whole bunch of like moral philosophy, thought experiments at you and like, Oh, look, in this, in this situation, it does work in this situation. It doesn't work. And that's sort of the point mm-hmm. is to like, there are different situations. Yeah. Um, it's it's different when it's like this is a teacher and a student and the teacher's like 21 and the student's 18 yeah or like this is you know a boyfriend girlfriend that are 18 like 17 and 16 or 18 and 16 or something right. yeah that that those nuances are definitely there my but, wife is five years older than me well, right you guys are like a nuance in a way <laughs> so it's 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 but also I, like you know people meet each other way later mm-hmm. and they'll be way like 10 years apart Right. But since they met each other later in life, everyone's like, oh, that's fine. But it's like, wait, but mm-hmm. like, what would you say if they met each other earlier? Right. So, well, so I mean, complicated. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, so like on experience, like when we met, like, obviously we kept it very quiet because like, yeah, I was five years older and like you were definitely underage when I met yeah. you. Mm-hmm. But like from the get go, we were like, we're not doing anything to get yeah. us in trouble. And we've always kept that like up to our marriage. Like we always set boundaries all no matter knew what you were dating and you still didn't say anything but <laughs> i know you made a big reveal and then we were all like oh yeah we know <laughs> right but we didn't even think anything of it mm-hmm. so but we 
got y'all with the engagement. <laughs> you did. You did. I didn't know. I didn't know. No. And I lived with her. <laughs> oh, gosh. I just hit the mic. I'm sorry. But, like, I remember our friend from vintage stock, like his wife was also older than him. Yeah. Nathan, I think in ways like, if, yeah, if you do, if there's a pretty big disparity, yeah. it should happen when you're later in life. Yeah. I think that's obvious. You know, if you're 10 years apart, mm-hmm. that's like you're a 10 year old and they're 20 mm-hmm. year old. Yeah. But mm-hmm. obviously when you're like, Oh, they're a 20 year old, they're a 30 year old. Yeah. And that weird, like, but I do think there do need to be boundaries in that way, obviously, mm-hmm. but it's also like the power dynamic thing. Time is not linear. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I have a tendency to speak in backwards phrases. Um, I'm saying the end goal here. Okay. Um, time is not linear. What it takes for just a human to develop into an adult mm-hmm. is a fixed set of time. Uh, at least like societally. Um, so it's like it takes 18 years for you to be considered an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are people who go back to college when they're like 40. Mm-hmm. And that 18 year old going into college can be in the same classes with that 40 year old and they are in the same place mm-hmm. in college, but not in, in life. college, but also in knowledge in their college major, for example. Um, right. Yes. And so, but we're, we're kind of more hinting at like high school and under that. Well, no, I know, but I'm, yeah, I'm using <laughs> that as a, that as an example to right. say time is not, linear yeah right you can be starting <laughs> well and it's also just goes back to like you, there shouldn't be a timeline for anybody or anything like mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. can start at various points in your life in different ways right because it gets problematic when people are like well you have to graduate here and then you got to do this this for four years five years and then you get married have kids yeah. do this do that retire but like that's not realistic everyone's yeah. timeline's different and so i yeah i'd agree with you in that way like in that way it's not linear yeah. based on you ever ask an 18 year old what like where they'll be in five years oh, man. you ever ask yourself where <laughs> you're gonna be in five years right <laughs> i remember clothier asking us like seniors like oh what where do you think you're gonna be in five to ten years and like i kind of vaguely remember what i said and i'm like i'm not there yeah no <laughs> and it's yeah. it's an interesting question to ask and i almost wish it was asked in a way that we could bury in a time capsule and come back to mm-hmm. like that would be fascinating. Yeah. I also just had this thought, like, I think in a lot of ways, right. That's true. I think in a lot of ways, you know, with this whole age disparity thing, they make it kind of the worst possible scenario of it is a child gets taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so to avoid that ever happening, Mm -hmm. they got to put like a hard and fast rule. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what I think it comes down to. And if that's the case, I'd rather them do that than Right. Well, it's like kind of like protecting that kid in a way of like keeping them as pure as long as possible, because like by now we're all like, no, like being an adult sucks mm-hmm. <laughs> in a way. Um, the whole like, you know, like the cliche dad in movies is like, I got to protect my daughter. You know, she has to be a virgin like all her, like 
until she's like 30 mm-hmm. or whatever. Oh my God. Yeah. Like that whole thing. I like, yes, there's a point where it's like, okay, like she is her own person, but like, I say if you're definitely under the age of 18, it's like, yeah, I would probably be like, if they tried and did anything, it's like, mm, that's kind of bad. Well, especially the, with like someone who is older, like mm-hmm. an actual adult. Right. The, um, the culture in Scandinavian cl- countries is instead of like teenagers sneaking around and like having sex at parties or whatever, what the culture is there is like they'll have the kid that they're dating over for dinner and they'll like get to know them and stuff and be like, well, you can like stay at our house tonight. Use protection. Interesting. Um, They're like very open about it. Yeah. Right. Whereas here it's kind of like, it's like the guns out on the table and you don't meet the parents for months. Right. Yeah. Or it's just like really awkward and embarrassing. Right. At the same time. It probably is just like they, they're approaching it like, well, if we get it all out there, it won't be awkward and embarrassing. That and the even worse part, which is just like, if we don't, talk about it then they're going to be hiding they're going to be having sex in some foreign place we don't know where they are they're staying out late Mm -hmm. uh don't know if they have condoms or whatever or if something happens like there's been a lot of missing persons a lot of bad bad and instead it's like from people hiding it yeah i'll have my teenager in my house i know i know the kid because mm-hmm. I just had dinner with them. Mm-hmm. I know they have protection. I told them to use protection. <laughs> Ultimately, you can't control if they do it or not. Sure, but, right. yeah, yeah. But it's like, but you can control that a little bit. Like, the odds are a little bit I'm more in your like, favor if they're in your house and you told them to do so and you have, like, a drawer full of condoms maybe rather it's like, than, like, well, the whole point oh, they're out at a party or something. Is reverse psychology and they're like, well, we're just going to, you know, it's kind of don't do it. Oh, they're going to want to do it. But they're like, oh, yeah, go for it. They're like... Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> so they're like, no, nah, I'm good. Not yet, at least. What? Have you ever been a teenage boy? No, I haven't, <laughs> actually. How is it? <laughs> not doing it is not an option. I know. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I know. I'm just putting that out there. Like we said earlier, the parents talking about it and putting it out there makes it mm. less uncomfortable for them and their kids. Yeah. Or it might make it more uncomfortable for their kids in a way that they're like, well, maybe I'm not ready yet with this person or... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe I'm not ready yet based on my parents bringing it up. Yeah. Or, Could have a lot of effects behind it. Right. And, you know, the parents can be the gatekeeper in that sense, too. And it's like, uh, you know, valedictorian 17-year-old daughter is like, yeah, I have like straight A's in school and stuff. And this is my boyfriend, Todd. <laughs> he plays video games all day like a and loser. is failing all of his classes right. and I'm helping him with all his homework. And it's like, mm, try again. Right. <laughs> roll, roll the dice, get a different character. I mean, in uh, a lot of ways, they probably also, there's a lot of excitement to hiding it. And so they may not, they may even in the, a culture where it's so accepted and so talked about, it may still be hidden from families, parents, whatever, because it's like exciting right. for them or it's like, Mm. They still feel like it's taboo or whatever. So it's still better than right. here where it's just like Se- regardless, there does need to be not a thing. There does need to be there does need to be there. There should be more just sex ed <laughs> in general, like yeah. when you're younger, for sure. Because mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Because then you have grown ass men in a class about consent asking about condoms. Yeah. Or like, well, this girl was drunk one time and she said no, but like. What if we're I, both drunk? I think uh, that meant yes. I heard it as yes. Her yeah. eyes were saying yes. Her eyes were saying yes. Yeah, she just playing hard to get, right? And it's mm-hmm. like, no, fam. Or a- everything that comes out of a woman's mouth, it's the opposite. It's the opposite. So she really wanted me. You should have seen her there that night. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is the worst of it. But yeah. even just like. There well is nuance in- to the. Even well-intentioned consent. dudes who are like. All right, so can't give consent if she's drunk, but what if we're both drunk? Mm. And, like, that's a genuine question. That doesn't... Do people really think that that's a genuine... Okay, now it's okay because I'm also impaired mentally and making decisions. Well, no, but it it is... They try and use that as their defense. Well, I was drunk, so I don't know. Not as a defense, but as just, like, what about this situation? Because humans do get drunk together and have sex. Or they're drugged. Yeah, I mean, well, a lot yeah, of times a girl can be doing everything she wants to do and a well her drink gets spiked. Yeah. A well-intentioned drunk dude mm-hmm. who didn't drug the girl just wants to know, says, all right, should we have sex? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the thing. It's like, they don't they didn't know the answer to that question. Mm-hmm. And they should have known the answer to that question before they got into that situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And they didn't have that conversation. There should be a whole college seminar on consent they every didn't week. Have that conversation right. at age 14, mm-hmm. 16, mm-hmm. whatever. And now they're having it at age 20 when the situation has already come and gone and they made the wrong decision. Can there also just be like a course on mind games and how that's bad? Because so like, for example, <laughs> I was watching He's Just Not That Into You recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's one of my favorite movies because it really just puts it out there. Like how a lot of times girls are told, oh, he's picking on you. He really likes you. He's got a crush on you. And so girls grow up thinking, oh, this guy's treating me like shit. Then he mm-hmm. must like me because it's attention. And it's like, oh, I'm playing I'm playing hard mm-hmm. to get mm-hmm. when in reality, they're either bad boys behavior. or they're just bad people or they're just they don't like you like Mm -hmm. that's just how they're acting towards you Mm -hmm. it's kind of the whole oh well he was like you know and and then girls kind of try to do the same thing where they're like well i'm gonna play hard to get and it's like no Mm -hmm. maybe some guys like that but you just have to just be yourself like Mm -hmm. you don't have to do a put on an act do a Mm -hmm. certain thing just to try and get it to work because honestly like you want them to like you for who you are Mm -hmm. like or especially if you're initiating something with somebody like it, it, it was a really eye-opening thing Hmm. um because it is like oh he's just giving you attention this guy uh i just looked it up uh neil strauss wrote a book called the game um sounds familiar and it's it literally just lays out like if you follow these rules you can get laid this Hmm. is how people play this game yeah it's like one of those like alpha male like how to's whatever or is it like a Yes and no. Yeah, I think uh, it's more like he's uh, like he's just witnessed it, so now he's right. pointing it out to show how ridiculous it is, mm. probably. But both. <laughs> but both. <laughs> but like he's legitimately like, hey, here you go, guys. Neil Strauss is not a douchebag. Okay. okay. <laughs> but douchebags read that book and think it's and use it effectively. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's oh, no. that's a good point. <laughs> so it, like can't like neutralizes itself out almost. Um. Depends on where you're judging the morality. Yay. Uh, Call back. Okay. Um, but girls can read that book and <laughs> avoid it. Yeah. Sure. There we go. Yeah. Um, but like it, 
it is just like an analysis of, hey, this is what I've noticed works. Mm -hmm. And put it to the test and it does. Here's the information. (laughs) Social experiment. Right. (laughs) Tell me how it goes. Um, So, I mean. What are some of the things, if you can recall anything? I don't remember. Like, uh, I think that's where, like, necking comes from. Oh, ew. Um, Which is, like, basically saying, like, pointing out a girl's insecurities, like, Mm. nonchalantly uh, to kind of in a way establish a power dynamic mm. of like I'm I'm not interested in you and by showing that you're more interested in me because now it's like oh well, I gotta prove myself to him yeah as to, <clears throat> as to why he should be interested in me which hmm. is messed up yeah because I mean it's probably accurate like very sure. accurate right but you can't just be like fat like that's, <laughs> that's not gonna right. <laughs> girls can be like what the <laughs> right yeah, it's all like, those all those neckbeards in the DMs did not read the game. Right. Um, <laughs> oh, God. oh, no. Don't encourage them to. No, you're, they're going to evolve and we won't be able to control it anymore. <laughs> no. We won't be able to see the signs fast enough. No, I mean. Uh, no, they'll be the, the new form of alpha male. <laughs> no. I just uh, think of Curtis's videos. Right. The Curtis videos where he like talks about like those guys the that alpha do the versus the beta or whatever. Yeah. Or like the the women's seminar made by <gasps> men. Yes. Mm. Oh, it's so bad. I'm like, wow, you're gonna tell women how to be women. How to be women. <laughs> you're great. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> like, but the, good job. the book was out in two thousand five, so it's like Oh wow. Yeah. It'd be fascinating to see him like we need the game again or something i mean in maybe, today's but, with like social media and everything on top right. of that like whoa but like neil strauss is an investigative journalist mm. that's cool. like yeah so I read that, no. he wasn't like trying to like here you go douchebags yeah. here's how it works that's true kind get of get laid all the time that's kind it's of like, true journalism though because in a way they're just proving him right so yeah <laughs> he was a successful journalist because mm. it's like he put it out there and then hey look yeah look, it's working yeah mm-hmm. so my journalism is true yeah what i investigated proves accurate yeah i don't know maybe maybe someone else can you know reinvestigate and how that has changed through like tinder culture or whatever oh man yeah okay um yikes and i mean there's other uh, stuff that goes on tinder culture like, is literally just hookup culture 100 percent depends mm. I think Mikey's video and how just like they slide right into those DMs and they and I can't say that it's every obviously there's probably an outlier case where someone mm-hmm. found true love on Tinder and how dare you. But mm-hmm. majority of it, it's just kind of built to be very mm-hmm. shallow, superficial. 100 percent. Unfortunately. But can it be OK that humans just have sex consenting? I mean, sure. Yeah. I personally wouldn't. Right. Personally don't. But, but like. I can't why? control that people are going to do that. Yeah, but why tell these people that they're bad people? They're not. They I, per- I guess it's just, okay, so it's based in my own personal belief that right, yeah. sex should be between people that <laughs> love, care about each other. Yeah. Because that's kind of what it, like, yes, it's physical, but it's also mm-hmm. like more than that. To me, other right. people would disagree. Right. So that's why I feel like tender hookup culture is disgusting. Right. No, yeah. Because it's, and, sh- it's like, like, okay, one night stand, see ya. And mm. I agree with you. It's fulfilling you. a physical desire, but mm. that's all. Like, like, you don't care about the person. 
I agree with you, but also that should still be okay for people to do. <laughs> I mean, I'll say that it, I mean, yes and no, but <laughs> more so no, because I can't control that they're going to do it anyway. They are going to do it anyway. I know. But <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's also not a. It's almost inherently bad thing because, hey, look, that consent conversation. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, just don't take advantage of people. Yeah. Is this still somehow like going back to relating like the teacher student thing? I, don't I think know. this is just like in general. In general, yeah, okay. humans yeah. have sex, <laughs> and then like you know, one night stand hookup culture mm-hmm. in general. Yeah, between without like the age stuff involved, like this is like adults or whatever, yeah. just to take that nuance off the table. But yeah, yeah. But I, I will throw that nuance back on the table and say that like, <laughs> okay, well, you know, people do hook up that are like 15, 20 years apart. Time is not linear <laughs> yeah but you can't convince me that it would be okay for that 15 that like what 10 year old and 25 year old to hook up no if time's not linear they can't go back to that point and make that okay because that's not okay right again because time isn't linear that frame of like zero to 18 is way more compressed and is also like protected yeah in a way but also again the distance between a 20 year old and a 40 year old is that same distance but it's not linear because it's not treated the same way right well it's (laughs) i think it boils down to like the mindset so obviously the zero to 18 kind of like what you and i were kind of saying while santiago was in the bathroom like you know you're way different when you're 18 versus when you're like 25 Mm-hmm. Like, we can definitely say that it it's so different, like, how we were. You're developing still. I yeah. still don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Same. Same. <laughs> but, like, when you had the, like, 20 to 40-year-old, it's like they've experienced stuff. They kind of have, like, a better mindset of everything. They're further along, at least. Yeah. Right. So I think, like, as a society, it makes more sense. It's like, oh, well, they're both adults. They've gone through life. They're kind of past that, like... Mm-hmm. metamorphosis kind of mm-hmm. protected like, time of yeah your kid. although versus like kids where it's like you want to keep them as pure as possible because those years are kind of more delicate in a way mm-hmm. in a manner of speaking mm-hmm. like yes obviously both boys and girls when you know hormones start kicking in it like it goes crazy everybody's rabid but it's like try and like tone it down and kind of explain it to them like it's okay to kind of wait or like if it does happen like make sure this or whatever or if it does happen with like an adult explain why that's problematic yeah because i i i can't help but think of like you know in high school um there was this one teacher and he was a guy and like yes he was attractive but like i'm in some facebook comments earlier today and i was like is that the same oh it is really yeah he has a kid no he's single Oh, oh, well, okay. I knew he had a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I, he actually... So, ladies. <laughs> shout out to that teacher. Right, but, right. but also finish telling that story and see why. That's... Well, it it kind of became the thing, like, you know, he would kind of date, like, a senior girl. 
and kind of switch out every year-ish thing? No, what would happen is that the girls would graduate and then he would date them. Mm. And then once they broke up, then the next girl that graduated, he would date. Mm. Yeah, because I I knew the girls so from the my class goes. that he dated. Yikes. Yeah. So he, he was kind of one of those teachers. And I also couldn't help but like, because you guys brought up like, if the teacher's female and it's like a boy that hooks up with her, it's mm. like people be like, yeah, but mm-hmm. yeah. But if it's like a guy teacher and a girl, it's like double from I'm personally upon. like, no, both are wrong. Yeah, mm. no, definitely. Stop. Like, yeah. I, I think because I think the mindset like of the student is still like, oh, I hooked up with this hot teacher. Mm-hmm. Like that could go for if you're a guy or a girl to whatever yeah. the opposite gender is yeah. of the teacher. It's. It's just really interesting. Right. Well, the thing is, is that for men, sex is power, whether yeah. or not they acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. Women, um, it's like emotional mm-hmm. and connection. So, and oh, I, so in a way, like the ultimate goal mm-hmm. for a teenage boy is mm-hmm. to have sex with a hot teacher mm-hmm. because it's like, I'm powerful and I'm a teenage boy and she has power over me as a teacher and, and I still got to have sex with her. Mm-hmm. So I'm the one with the power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No teenage boy is that smart. To <laughs> right. They're just word like, it in that oh. way. They just feel that. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Without knowing what that probably is. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> but I don't know. I would think like in the same frame, like the female teacher, like there has to be something there too, though. Well, like, like a lot of times, like it you know we pin a lot of like oh sexual drive on men but like women got it too so yeah they can be they can be just they can be equally as like like you know predatory as like a guy can and that's why i feel like it's unfortunate that what if a guy consensually or no i'm trying to word this Hmm. he didn't like it but Mm -hmm. he's being convinced he had to because Mm -hmm. you're a guy and you like sex right yeah you like being you know whatever but so then he grows up all th- thinking, oh, that's what it was. But no, he mm. wasn't. He was taken yeah. advantage of and he should have. Mm. He should be OK to be up wrong, be upset by that. Right. But mm. like masculine, I guess but, that's toxic masculinity. Yeah, yeah. And, and it by, makes him feel like he shouldn't. Right. Mm-hmm. And by not being able to have those conversations with his friends, he doesn't. Uh, he's not able to process it correctly mm-hmm. because. Then, like, because on face value, the conversation is always sex is rad. If you did it, it's great. It becomes locker room talk. Right. Mm -hmm. But then the thing is, is that, like, if you're not allowed to bring it past that, it's like, what? You didn't like sex. You must be gay. Being gay is bad. (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So. (laughs) And then, yeah. And then that's a whole nother slew of problems. And Mm -hmm. it's. It's unfortunate. It's like, why don't, why don't you just let people be honest and open about their feelings and let them open them up to both sides of it? Like, because that would be gay and being gay is bad. Right. So it's (laughs) so sad. Like, like I'm not one to throw around the words like toxic masculinity, but it's very true. Marty just tried to jump into the window. Marty just bit it. She didn't. I'm sorry, the window's closed. She's like, wait. Oh, is that why she slipped? Okay. Yeah, it's not a big enough ledge. That's yeah, definitely not. <laughs> oh, no, that ledge. probably happens more often than you think. <laughs> a little bit. She oh, shoots for it. Don't bite me. <laughs> she mad. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's in the, it's there's a lot of things that I'll look at through, well, okay, objective, psychological, ethical. My internal gut's like, mm-hmm. nah, fam, but 
yeah, I mean, those conversations are interesting to have, like, the nuances, I mean. Yeah. Um, and also acknowledge that the real thing is happening. Mm-hmm. And people don't feel able to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. And that sucks. Yeah. Especially with their parents. Mm-hmm. Like, that sucks. Yeah. Or their best friend or whatever. Because when you're a teenage boy, your parents are the worst. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, something I was going to mention earlier, uh, kind of touching back on that, like time isn't linear. Uh, I don't know if either of you have had this realization. Hmm. Um, but at one point, uh, I realized that <laughs> I hit the mic. It's fine. Hello. You hit the pop filter. It's oh, fine. okay. <laughs> um, at what point I realized like, wait, my parents are just people. <laughs> and I'd like, I had known that before. <laughs> right. But then it like really mm-hmm. like sunk in, uh, and I was like, because because I knew that as a teenager, but as like a rebellious mm-hmm. knowing it. Right. But like later as an adult, I realized it again as like a, oh, no, like they're really just like the things and motivations that I have are the same ones mm-hmm. well, that as I a- have at 20 years younger mm-hmm. than them. They still have those. Mm-hmm. They are still like. My dad is just me 20 years later. That's yeah. all it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think in a way that young parents have that advantage, mm-hmm. if ha- even if they're having their kid really young, in a way they're almost closer in age to their kid to where mm-hmm. maybe the kids can understand that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't feel as far away as mm-hmm. like, say, your parents being 30, 40 year old difference or something. Because mm-hmm. um, for me, like my parents are like about 30 years different from me. And so right. it's like a huge gap. Mm-hmm. Um but like I know people's parents that are like only 20 years or whatever because mm-hmm. they had them really young. And so yeah. it's like not as big of a gap. And so you're almost able to like connect with them more, which that can mm-hmm. also backfire because it's like, I'm your best friend. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do yeah. that as a parent. But, yeah. you know, <laughs> I've heard stories where, you know, yeah, 16 year old got pregnant, had a kid. Her mm-hmm. kid's only 16 years younger, her junior. But like they're yeah. really close because. Mm-hmm she was still growing up as she was raising her kids. So it's like a totally different experience. (laughs) Right. And so I, I do kind of feel that like, Oh yeah, but that 40 year old has so much more. And it's like, Mm -hmm. I don't Mm -hmm. Or I'll still just has like the same motivations. Also just depends on what happened individually in their life. Right. Exactly. It's like, they probably spent 10 years in their life, just not making any progress. (laughs) Just doing the day to day. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, Oh, now here they are. They're just that 30-year-old 10 years later Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and nothing happened Mm -hmm. in that time. And like, yep, that's still the same person and they still have those same 30-year-old motivations and they still like whatever that might be. It's like everyone's just... I mean, I think arguably like things can definitely alter you like say like trauma happens in your Mm -hmm. life even like late in life that can probably alter your path Mm -hmm. like you would be you became a totally different person because of that Mm -hmm. or whatever else good or bad yeah so so but yeah it's like but i mean there's lots of people uh who's like careers don't begin until way later right or Mm -hmm. something right Um, that's why what we were talking about earlier with 
the time there's no timeline for anything because yeah. what like jk rowling started harry potter mm-hmm. at 30 mm-hmm. like her, that's when it was published right right i'm not even 30 yet <laughs> what have i done or um doesn't matter because i can do something great at 30 the late the great um actor who played snape Alan Rickman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He didn't start to like 40 something, right? Yeah. And I think he even was wanting to be a graphic or he was a graphic designer and he started late. Yeah. Which I'm like, I mean, Disney, yeah. you know, there's all those things where you see all these really successful people. Mm-hmm. It's like what matters, like what you do with the time you're given. Yeah. Right. Uh, it, Brian Cranston as well. I don't know. This will relate to the past episode, like on privilege and stuff like that. Sure. But it, it makes me kind of think, because especially like right now we're, I am in life with everything. It is kind of really disheartening in a way. Like, so I'm turning 30 this year mm-hmm. and I'm nowhere where I want to be with mm-hmm. like my career, but yet I'll go on social media and I'll see these artists who are like definitely five to 10 years younger than me. They're already doing what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, well, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's like I'm happy for them, but it's also just like, where did I go wrong? It's like easy to compare and contrast. Oh, 100%. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's like looking at Alan or looking at Rowling or any of them. It's like we do have to realize like, yeah, everyone's timeline is different. And a lot of times it based on I could kind of relate to privilege because like based mm-hmm. on the privilege in their life, they may have been able to have the time mm-hmm. given. Like if you don't have to worry about various things or say you had the privilege of a rich family so you didn't have to go to a college Mm -hmm. to get a degree like you can stay at home and draw or stay at Mm -hmm. home and put all this time towards other things right Um, or like kind of location too yeah Yeah. i mean if you're located where maybe there's more opportunities or especially if you were born and raised there like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know a lot of people repopulate to big cities to try and chase that but if you were born and raised there they really take advantage of that type of privilege like that's a privilege to be born and raised and pretty successful already mm-hmm. in a big city where everyone's trying to desperately get into yeah um so i mean i it's like i know like there's there are a lot of like really young artists but i kind of like you know they were probably like you know we don't know their whole story because they're not gonna put it out there but honestly majority of them are probably pretty well off mm-hmm. because they've been able to really develop their craft mm-hmm. a lot of it you know could be natural talent but yeah. it takes time to do that kind of thing. Right. So I, I recently in resources. Continue. Yeah. I recently started listening to, or like listened to, uh, Jacob Collier and he is fairly young. Um, and I'm going to try and talk as I'm looking Jacob Collier <laughs> up. Um, but he's fairly young and he is, this really talented, I won't say talented, skilled uh, musician who basically at, he's 25 now, Mm -hmm. Um, but he has like all of this wicked cool understanding of harmony Mm. and how like his, musical skills are honed to a point that are like ridiculous even to someone who's like 40 now and mm-hmm. has been doing music their whole life. Yeah. Um and I was like, "Damn, why am I not Jacob Collier?" Mm-hmm. cuz like he and I are basically the same age. Mm-hmm. But also uh like both his parents are university music teachers and Mm. he learned Mm -hmm. uh 
to play piano from his grandfather who like plays organ or whatever. Yeah. Um, and he like, he was in the exact environment to produce mm-hmm. Jacob Collier. Mm-hmm. Um, All his life. since Yeah. And so it's born. like, yeah, of course, by the time that he was like 12, he was already able to like, do these things and mm-hmm. understand music theory and all this stuff and play piano and play guitar, blah, blah, blah. Um, so then by the time that he's 18, he's already making all this cool stuff. And, and like, to me, I'm like, well, geez, like how, like, I wish I could get to that point. Why can't I be at that point? I was like, yeah, well, he had the exact perfect yes. environment yes. to none produce of, that. None of us here had parents that, Love mm. our parents, but none of them were artists. Well, mm. my mom was, but she never like actually taught me. Not in the same way Mm-mm. that you want to be. So you Mm-mm. still kind of, ha- we all had to each seek it out ourselves, which, uh, and keep, and we've kept to it. Yeah. That's almost more admirable because it wasn't just handed to us or mm-hmm. whatever. Right. Like my parents are very supportive, but it took them a while to get on the board. But once they were, they're like, yeah, we'll be supportive. But I, even mm-hmm. if they helped me with things or whatever, they, I still had to like mm-hmm. find it myself and right. like foster that talent myself because I, yeah. I started a little later. Than and, me. and I'm sure you find yourself doing this, but like explaining to your parents that it's just not that simple. Yeah. <laughs> they, they know it now, but at first they didn't understand. I'm mm-hmm. still doing that yeah. with my parents now. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> Oh, well, why don't you just make something like this? And it's like, cause I don't have any background in that genre. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, would be disrespectful to it if I tried. <laughs> right, right. Well, and it's like, oh, I had a thought and I lost it. Why don't you just make a music video? Like, there's lots well, of, there's millions of dollars why I can't do yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's also like why I go back to another one of the Life Church sermons I stuck with me was like, you'll, you'll just see people's highlight reel. Like, you'll yeah. always see like the good things on social media. And so it's really easy to compare and contrast and, be like uh but like oh i remember what i was gonna say (laughs) we're also we all have a bunch of different interests Mm -hmm. you know like aside from our career driven ones we're Mm -hmm. really into like cosplay and conventions and like skits and that's not like a career driven thing but it's Mm -hmm. something we're all really passionate about and we enjoy doing Mm -hmm. and we still do it even though maybe it does take away time from other things Mm -hmm. which is like you can address that being one of the reasons, but it's also like, how dare you be a complex human being, right? Mm -hmm. Like I talked like a lot of times I'm like, Oh, I could be further along, but then, you know, I'll have people be like, Oh my gosh, like I just see all the stuff your guys' friends do. You guys do so much together and you're so tight knit. A lot of people don't have Mm -mm. the friend group. We do. They don't, they, they have their significant other and that's it. They, which is not, that's not bad. I'm not judging that, but that also gives them a lot of time to foster into, Mm. The reason why we're just now binging things and watching stuff because there's a pandemic going on is because all of our plans were canceled. But <laughs> otherwise, we we chalk ourselves full of stuff to do every year. Oh, 100%. And so that might put other things on hold, but like we can still do that while also doing this while this is more temporary of a yeah. thing versus like a lifelong art if that makes sense yeah so i always remember that because like a lot of people will come up to me and they're like they'll be like an amazing artist but they're really lonely mm-hmm. <laughs> and i'm just like you know i never thought about it that way but hmm. <laughs> that's a good way to put it and that they really envy what we have as mm. like all of our like group and stuff so right but it's also really appropriate to say that like now in this time 
when we're all stuck at home, mm-hmm. it's like, hey, look, now is the time to work on yourself. Now is the time to yeah. do the thing that you are meaning to do. Or <laughs> relax. Or, or don't. Yeah. 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 Or, it's like, yeah, as well as you can like, do if anything. You, if you have been hustling and doing that whole thing the whole time and it's like, nope, wall in your face, no one can do anything for it. It's like, all right, maybe take this time to just be a human just instead chill. of just be a living breathing art machine yeah 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 i've seen things where people are like oh you just need to create you just need to get up every day and have the same routine and i'm like that's great but like okay let's talk always let's talk real humans here what if we don't want to do that what if okay i've been doing that all my life Mm -hmm. what if i take like a month to just like watch things i want to watch or like Mm -hmm. sleep in or you know and what they don't tell you is that all of your heroes have those times Mm -hmm. too they just is don't it broadcast like, it. Yeah, it's like, what? You mean David Bowie isn't just a living, breathing, magical music machine? It's like, right. no, there was like some off years in that time where he like mm-hmm. stayed on an island or something. I don't know. I don't yeah. know enough about David Bowie. But yeah, uh, I mean, that's <laughs> like, a good example. It's like it, it. I hate the one thing I hate about social media is like you just got to hustle and grind every day and you'll get to where you want to be. And I'm like, mm. OK, I guess that's true. But like. Most of us aren't social media influencers that get brands sponsoring mm-hmm. everything about your life to then you come over and tell me to hey, hustle. sponsor this podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Sponsor it if you if you can. But <laughs> then they come out and they're like, you just got to hustle for what you want. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, not everyone. The, all, OK, I'm going to put it out there. I'm, I have a very working theory that every social media influencer has hella privilege to begin with yeah yeah because what kind of like about this what kind of frivolous <laughs> job is that like right that you get to just explore and build up and work on mm-hmm. and it's not stable so you have to have some sort of golden parachute right yeah um well it's not like judging them but a little bit yeah well because i think about it it's like do they have a house that they have to worry about taking care of or like do they have a job that helps support them their job is so flexible because it's Mm -hmm. social media and so it can they can build their own and yeah they do have to work i'm not saying it's not work but Mm -hmm. to get to that point they had to have a little bit of right you know what i'm saying well i mean for it's like i have to work all month and receive a thousand dollars which is a it sucks Mm -hmm. Uh, and then they're like oh yeah i just like mentioned mercedes benz one time on a youtube video and i got (laughs) like you know three thousand dollars for that one mention yeah yeah like oh well this video will pay for this trip i'm like what because it's just because you agreed to do this brand deal like as much as i love certain youtubers oh (laughs) sorry i I got taller as much as i love certain youtubers i'm like man i wish i could glue rhinestones to my face and make 10 grand for it like i love jenna marbles adore her but Mm -hmm. that's that's silly like yeah we have to call it for what it is like i'm like you know like what maddie's brought up Mm -hmm. she works with people that punch her and call her bitch and like spit on her and it's relatively decent pay but not for what she goes through and then so she'll come home and sit down to a youtube video where they're like you know what is it better help has sponsored this and so i get to go on this trip to bali you know something like that and you're just like where did i go wrong where did yeah where did i go wrong it's can be very bad for you if you're like kind of in a rough place like money isn't real yeah well i mean also well i can't really say it's like it's a generation thing i think more so with like the tiktokers for sure Hmm. 
like it's definitely a younger crowd but like youtubers like jenna is definitely like one of the ogs youtubers are like there. our generation yeah in, like influencer yeah for sure she's older than us yeah i believe she's uh, like 31 or 32 right i think she's going on 33 there's no way to find out <laughs> no there isn't i know she's Google's definitely in her like, 30s okay since like she always brings up her age sometimes 33 yeah. 33 hey okay so see she's like same day as my birthday yeah she's exactly three years older than you yes so it's, love it she's and you know she's really successful so like our generation did start all of the social media influencer stuff mm-hmm. um so in a way i kind of understand why boomers are kind of like what mm-hmm. just like what because they had to have job jobs yeah so it, it starts trickling down and i think that's what i brought up it's yeah. like now i understand why like the boomer generation is like oh millennials like get a real job now i'm like oh you stupid gen z get a real job yeah 100 <laughs> percent. it's like it's it's so annoying a lot of them are growing up <laughs> wanting to be social media influencers which is great but i guess i'm also just like i don't know where that's going get a real job how much more influence can we get yeah <laughs> get a real job like youtube yeah right it's like oh you're on tiktok mm. youtube's where it's at right <laughs> at the end of the day it's all just you're talking to yourself in a camera and putting it out there and people watching it mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's, it's fascinating like a podcast. right <laughs> i mean yeah but at the same time it curates great stuff like podcasts and youtube in general like i most of the content i absorb is on youtube yeah. so i can't really same. bash it that much it's just like my shtick is pointing out the thing that i'm doing to make fun of it while also <laughs> existing within it right yeah i mean people need to do that or else they're <laughs> ridiculous um who would have thought like 50 years ago we would have been recording conversations like this and putting them out there and people want to listen do you mm. know what i mean do people want to listen though they want to listen <laughs> people like let me show you my numbers though <laughs> i know but you just gotta like you just gotta hustle, Santiago, and every day it'll happen for you. Hustle, hustle. Sponsored by hashtag ad. The thing is, Octothorpe ad. Octothorpe ad. I still want that on a shirt. Yeah. The thing just is, though, spell it out. Is spell it out. That this is my hustle. This thing that yeah. I'm doing right now mm-hmm. is my hustle. Mm-hmm. I asked you to be on the podcast because. <laughs> The network I'm of people, influential. <laughs> the network of people that I have and know that aren't at risk, uh, is a lot smaller because of the thing. And mm-hmm. so it's like I can't not put out a podcast on Thursday. And so, what do you mean? This is the risk? hustle. You like, can't have guests over as much because right. of our pandemic. Oh yeah, yeah, that's fair. Like I, you're one of my best friends, and I know where you've been. Right, right, right. <laughs> kind of like controlling who you're mm-hmm. yeah. in contact with. Yeah. Because yes. I mean, we've like since all the pandemic began, we've all been interacting anyway. So it's kind of mm. like keeping mm. it within that circle of people right. safer than. Well, yeah. and we do have a nurse in our group, but like I mean, she I, always goes the extra mile to make yeah. sure everyone's okay. <laughs> I'm still making sure she's not going to be like stripped naked in the patio, in the in the porch and Ron's across the street. just like. <laughs> there because he'll sometimes just like hang out in his door in the morning he she, does it's... she'll change in the in before she even gets inside and puts her clothes in a bag mm-hmm. um but it's just yeah that makes sense like a lot <laughs> of the, this pandemic is affecting so many things in ways i never even thought mm-hmm. like down to like obviously shows and movies and things getting delayed or canceled or postponed like which is nuts every day it's like new ways that this is affecting people yeah mm-hmm. and it's only been four months right yeah I mean, i'm saying that like well once again 
my stick is pointing out the thing as I'm doing it so that there's no like level of secrecy about it or superiority. Yeah. Or, yeah. or anything. I'm not hiding anything from you. Yeah. This Are is, you? <laughs> this is the hustle. Yeah. I can't not put out a podcast every week. Right. So this is what I'm doing. Right. Mm-hmm. And Hey, look, we got two podcasts out of it. <laughs> Are you sure you can't get like more out of this? How long have we been recording? Uh, sun went down that's for sure yeah right yeah. i mean unless you want to keep going but it's also 9 30 right now so we should like oh dang, eat <laughs> i know now i'm kind of like should we just order b-dubs we'll Ooh. see um <laughs> it ain't Why thursday though see? this podcast oh, yeah. sponsored by buffalo wild wings um please please, please. <laughs> um <laughs> i want wings give me wedge fries i don't gotta go to work tomorrow so Hey, uh, welcome uh, to the club. I do. Um, <laughs> you actually still go in? No. Oh, okay. But you have to like clock in. Yes. Down here. Yeah. I clock in at 9 a.m. And I get to, I mean, I, hey, look, check your privilege. Uh, <laughs> I am enjoying my job. So like it, it's nice because I get to uh, dig deep on like, because you're transcribing. Yeah, yeah, I'm transcribing master classes for ACM. Hi, ACM. <laughs> I graduated from there. Um, <laughs> you can say your job. It's fine. Right. Yeah, no. But like, yeah, that's a weird thing because everyone at ACM is like on that grind as well. Mm-hmm. I guess. Like, They're like, yeah, man. Yeah, they, yeah. We know. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, honestly, working from home wasn't bad. It was just like every day it was bad news. Yeah. yeah. It only lasted for yeah. two weeks for me. So it's kind of like, okay. Yeah. Was that worth it? Right. But I'm taking my privilege in saying that like I get to transcribe a conversation with Roger Daltrey. Yeah. Who was the lead singer of The Who in case you didn't know who that is. That's pretty cool. Um, And Very I get British. to try and decipher his British accent uh, from camera audio, which is oh, no. quality. So, <laughs> uh, but I mean, like, Can sure, from an audio subtitles? perspective, it's like, that sounds hard. Mm-hmm. But also I get to listen to a conversation with Roger Daltrey and go into like the nitpicky details about it. And mm-hmm. if a word is wrong, I get to like, that's where it dig gets in like, oh. and like learn the like, oh, this is where like I had to search through a bunch of the who singles because I couldn't understand what Scott said when he was referencing a song and I had to like look through all of them and I'm like, wow, the who sure is significant. Mm -hmm. (laughs) My God, get my dad on the podcast. He would talk to you all about that. Mm -hmm. He Um, would be a good member to have on the podcast. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, that actually. Do you ever want that idea. in the future? Yeah, cool, that's a good idea. On that hustle, this is how. <laughs> Especially, this is how the sausage is made. Literally, right now. Especially if uh, it's like all about like coronavirus response stuff. Yeah. If you want to do any sort of theme around that, yeah. he could be very good to talk to. Totally. Your dad always just has a lot to talk about, and I he love does. that. Yeah, yeah, he's a very talkative man. I could do that. He's very knowledgeable. That. He's very knowledgeable. <laughs> he just like knows stuff, and yeah. you're like, oh, dad, wow. You heard it. Here first, folks. <laughs> my dad's smart. Um, <laughs> Shout out to Michael Murphy. Oh, but, yeah. oh. Um, dad, dad, dad. Right, but there's like there's other people that I've like been wanting to have on the podcast, but it's like I can't get them on the podcast because I don't know where they've been or like 
Yeah. Uh, like my friend has a daughter and so it's like mm-hmm. uh, um or like another friend who I haven't asked yet but it's like that's fine. Uh he's a photographer and so it's like I don't know if he's still working or not. Or, yeah, so it's yeah. like that's a I mean, yeah. I would be like, well, Ethan, but cuz they're extremely <laughs> isolated you, in their job, but he can't he probably won't feel comfortable talking. There is not enough words coming Unless from that man I know. to fill <laughs> even 30 so, minutes of this show. He's like that with me, but he's not like that with, like, anyone else. <laughs> so maybe it'd be, like, I'd have to be there and we could, like, it could be, like. Yeah, that's fine. You know, I don't know. <laughs> Three-wave vibe conversation. He'll just be breathing into the mic. <laughs> terrified. I mean, it'll be, like. The- Ethan says a lot with his size. I know. He does. <laughs> That's one thing I love about him. <laughs> like, I made him dinner last night because he came to mow our lawn, but he wouldn't let me pay him. And so I was like, I'm just make him dinner. And so I made calzones. I saw your story. Really good. But at his first bite, he was just like, <sighs> so I, was like I could tell. I was like, yeah, you love it. And he was like, yeah, it's really good. You're awesome. Ethan like, speaks in size. He, he speaks in size. Um, so, I mean, you could have a whole podcast full of this size. Right, yeah. Oh, my God. Right. Now, now we've devolved weird. into meta podcasting. So I will close this one out. No. Uh, <laughs> I mean, any final thoughts that you guys have um, before we like no. we should eat something? <laughs> yeah, we're going to get food. Yeah. Oh, no. What? Well, I was going to talk about that show. I, I had another show I'd finished binging, but that might be too long of a I might bring it up and then it's like a whole nother hour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what show though day. it's called you you on netflix it's also a good radio head song mm. it's just called you it's very good mm. <laughs> but we'll end it there yeah we like barely even talked about anime how neat that's fine i mean <laughs> i haven't i mean i've watched two movie two anime movies this year and that's it yeah I mean. And then a couple episodes here and there of other stuff, but I need to seriously right. sit down and watch things. Cause you were which movies again were you seeing? That's not Tiago and I need to watch. Makoto Shinkai movies. Okay. They're like he's like a director, and so he has a few Your Name, yes. um, Weathering with You, mm-hmm. phenomenal. Um, and then five centimeters per second, mm-hmm. Garden of Words. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it. There may be some more I'm forgetting, but his movies, if anything, they're so visually stunning. It's stupid. Like this guy's crazy, but like they're actually really well done movies and stories. I feel like so mm-hmm. they're really good. Good, do it. Get some stuff in mm-hmm. your brain that isn't from a fat American man. Yay! <laughs> yeah, I mean to be fair, there's a whole another story we could have about the very o- un- overworked Japanese anime society, but by yeah, watching so their shows them. is supporting mm-hmm. them. So yeah. help them. Yes. <laughs> um, rip <laughs> but i mean they're getting a break right now at least so bliss um stuff's Fish. very yeah, delayed actually i i was meaning to like correct something that i misstated in hmm. the privilege podcast that i did with sable is that like apparently coronavirus hasn't really hit japan yet so oh. yeah that's something that phil was talking about either mm-hmm. that or it's like they weren't sure about their numbers because they were kind of hiding it for the olympics because now I think I remember you telling right. me about that. Because they didn't want more cases mm. to pop up. Right. It would affect the Olympics, but now that doesn't matter because the yeah. Olympics got canceled. But, but they're, yeah, it hasn't really hit Japan yet. They're Not also already a mask wearing, very private yeah. society, and yeah. that's really showing a difference in mm-hmm. places. Yeah. So. So. Are, did they? I'm under a rock. Are they moving the Olympics to next year? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Okay. Yeah. 
I think sports trash next year. We can do sports trash next year. Everything's on hold this year. Heck yeah. Everything's canceled. But like, knock on wood, but uh, magical girl con. We're not going to do two. No. What? (laughs) Yeah, we're going to do four skits, Santiago. We're going to do four skits. No. Dear God. But uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Tokyo just now, I think, today Hmm. issued a shelter in place until like May Mm. 6th, if I'm correct. So. Yeah. Well, anyway, sorry. Jumping yeah, off no, no, of your no. but, but what we'll <laughs> probably notice is what I mentioned hmm. in the Privilege podcast is that, like, since Japan's culture is so homogenous, mm-hmm. they'd probably be more sticklers about, like, hey, are you going outside? Don't do that. You are bad human. Uh, uh, well, <laughs> they just wear masks anyway. Like, if before all of this, if you're sick in right. the slightest and you go out and you're coughing in public without a mask on, you get, like, basically policed by the citizens and they really filter it out like it's pretty impressive so Hmm. that's showing a difference and then here we got idiots in idaho who were like no that's against my liberty to keep me from going to church on easter but she's covered by jesus blood (laughs) corona karen i mean like god made did you see that one that's not how that works (laughs) (laughs) science doesn't no okay anyway anyways do you Mm -hmm. have anything else to add before close it out I, i don't think so me. We covered so much. I'm like, I hope people are following. <laughs> That's fine. I know we just kind of like went on a rampage of just like word vomit. That's exactly yeah. what I want. Um, no, that, <laughs> if, is, that if, is exactly you, what I if want. You know, if you ever get tired of the name Bit Depth, you can just call it Word Vomit. Yeah, that might already be a podcast. It probably is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So let's go this way then. Megan, plug your stuff. What do you got going on? Uh, I mean, nothing, but like, nothing. Plug your stuff. Right. Uh, <laughs> I guess I'm trying to do art more. So. If you want to follow me or anything, get on that grind. It's, get on the hustle. <laughs> it's at underscore Megstetic, which is M E G S T H E T I C. Like aesthetic, but like Meg. Because yes. <laughs> I took it from that person who wanted it. Yeah. They had to take their. You hustled out. before I they hustled did. I hustled before they hustled. <laughs> That's basically it. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Check that out. Megan does good art. I do art sometimes. Do so art. Does social media. My wife. Oh my gosh. My wife. You can always find my stuff at sableann.com. That is my website where you can find my online portfolio of graphic design, illustrations, all that fun stuff. Um, I'm mainly on Instagram at sableann underscore creations. Creations. Mm-hmm. I like hesitated on That's that okay. for a second. I got creations. You. Um, creations. Well, I thought illustrations. So I was like, wait. Um, those are I, also there. It's okay. I forgot how to spell mine. So it's fine. <laughs> um, I'm going to start promoting this a lot more now because I need to anyway. Um, also, on my website, there's a link. You can buy my first children's book. Buy our book. It's cute. Oh, yeah. We're all stuck Aww. inside. Give your kids something new Give to read. read. Please, please it's buy cute. it. It's cute. It's called Susie Blue. I love her. <laughs> Cute Sable, Sable is also my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Santiago. I Sorry, you were, Ethan. I thought you were talking crap about polyamorous people. <laughs> polygamous, for sure, okay. is a cult. Or polygamy, sure. Polygamy. Yeah, yeah you said polygamy. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Polyamorous people. Are fine. I have seven soulmates, and they're all my friends. <laughs> Neat. Uh, we're all gay for <laughs> each other. Tied it back. Neat. <laughs> yes. Um, we're all in a giant we're all in, Yeah. Uh, what was what was I gonna plug? Oh yeah, that's what I was. Plug your plug. stuff. Plug yeah. your giant harem. Right. Um, <laughs> well, sure. Okay, I'll I'll plug the giant harem, which is uh, at solstice underscore cosplay. 
Uh, on Instagram? That is a good question. There's no way to find out. Solstice Cosplay is our harem name. Um, <laughs> I'm like, I don't run it. That's a, uh, a nutty thing. So, I, I am an Solstice admin on the Facebook page. At Solstice underscore cut. Co- con- oh my God. <laughs> cut. <laughs> at Solstice Cosplay, which is Solstice underscore cosplay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I do the drawing and the arts. I don't talk for a living because I'm bad at it. Don't worry. I don't talk for a living either because this doesn't make any money. Um, <laughs> that's okay. Us. Money isn't real. Um, but the other thing that I'll uh, plug, which did actually make me a little bit of money, but it was just because I was like, sure, I'll, if you want to give me money. Um my friend Jimmy Jackson and his wife Kaylee Jackson uh, just started a podcast mm-hmm. called. Uh, well, it's about them playing video games together How and fun. talking about them. Yeah, it's super cute, um, and it's called Date Bit. So D, the number eight, bit. Date Bit. Yeah. Cute. Um, and I did their their podcast theme, intro music, whatever. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's very nice. Yeah. Um. So. Check that out. Uh, I mean, if you want to just hear the theme that I did, you can check it out for that. But then stick around for the rest of the 20 for minutes the content. for listening to them talk about video games. And such. Yes. So, uh, but they just started it. It might be like every other week or something. But like, yeah, I'm really excited for them because like it, it's fun. Mm-hmm. And I'll probably be on it. Say we'll probably be on it at some point. <laughs> um, they good people. So, yeah. Uh, because one of the three things that make up my identity are video games. So yeah. check that out. Um. <laughs> oh, we did finish a Untitled Goose Game. Oh, yeah. Oh, is it good? It's fun. Yeah, it was super cute. Oh, um, let me play it. It's like it's short, short too, right? Yeah. yeah like, and it got Game of the Year, right? Uh, Didn't it? Some people That's what I thought. Oh, I, thought it got, I thought it got Game of the Year. No, people were like, I can't what? remember. Because, like, the Game Awards, I don't think gave. Oh, maybe it's I, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't hold me. IGN back, gave but... it to Control last year, mm-hmm. uh, which I still want to play. Hopefully, that'll uh, get a Game Pass soon. Is Untitled Goose Game on Switch? Yes. <gasps> get it. I need to. It's fun. I need to play everything. Yeah, super cute. Um, But, yeah. So, speaking of people talking about, <laughs> or speaking of married couples talking about playing video games together. Yeah. Um. Okay, yeah. Now, now my actual plugs. Uh, (laughs) Plug your things. Yeah, yeah. But first, I'm Santiago Ramones. I'm Megan Murphy. I'm Sable. Uh, You can find everything that I do on my website, SantiagoRamones.com. I make music. You can find all of that stuff on my website, SantiagoRamones.com slash music. And you'll find my singer-songwriter-y stuff. You'll find my electronic composer-y stuff on my soundcloud and if you just do like slash machinations that'll be my graduate composition recital which shows you what i'm capable of but is also the thing that i worked really hard on and i hope people watch it and listen to it and such very good uh thank you uh and then i also do stuff with power cycle and power cycle makes experimental electronic music we're trying a thing where we collaborate remotely and so i did a live stream you can watch that and so the thing is for 
30 minutes, we will sort of improvise on top of a thing. So what I did for the first 30 minutes uh, is I just made something from scratch, improvised. And so I did a drum groove and a bass line. And then that's going to go to Jonathan, and he's going to do 30 minutes on top of that and add what he can to it. And then that's going to go to Breck, and he's going to add that in 30 minutes, and then we're going to do another cycle of that, a power cycle of cycle. that. Cycle. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Be on the lookout for that at Power Cycle Music and all the things. We also have an album that is on Spotify. It is called Too Many Damn Cables. And I was in my podcast with my three things. High words. Huh? I can do them. I always end my podcast with my three things. They shape my life philosophy. Those three things are love never fails. It's going to be okay. I might be wrong. Bye. Bye. <laughs>